Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire, the show for news, features, reviews and all things running in your local area. Welcome to episode 12 of Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire. I'm Andy Beckerman. And I'm Gareth Copley-Jones. And this is your local running news. How are you doing, Gareth? I'm tired. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm good. Come on then, tell us why you're tired. I know you're desperate to. Well, the, the cricket team won the World Cup yesterday, so... Oh yeah, um, did you watch it on yeah. telly? No, you know I work with the cricket team, so yes. Um, Come on then, tell yeah. us all about it. Well, not all of it. It was all very nerve-wracking. Don't, don't, don't photograph cricket if you've got a heart condition. <laughs> um, but no, it was fantastic, because um, I've I photographed them boys since they made the debuts and stuff so without sounding like an old git it was um it was quite nice quite emotional and uh yeah it was a long day started at half six and finished in the dressing rooms at midnight so yeah no it was good fun it's good fun yeah. very happy so, um, you have to say so did you get any yeah. running in anyway whilst you were in london just running around the field after cricket as with a big cup, um, but no, no actual running. So my new two, my two new running shirts stayed in the uh, in the bag, and I never got out for a run. Um, but I will be doing some London running next week. Oh, back sounds... down there again. Great, fantastic. Yeah, so I'll, I'll uh, tell you all about any celebs celebs I bump into at Regent's Park. Have you done anything else? I, I ran with you again on Friday. Oh, yeah, of course you did. Yeah, it, it was wet as well, wasn't it? Only because you insisted on running through fields. Um, <laughs> um, but no, we, we had a very nice run. Um, yeah, so and that's my, is that my sole bit of running, apart from a bit of coaching on Wednesday. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but this week, because we've now won the World Cup, I can try and get out most days, hopefully, and get down the park run on Saturday. Saturday's a big park run for us because it's our Cal 5K graduation. So, um, yeah, so we get a lot of first-timers at the park run, running their, you know, 5K, see if the programme's worked and they all get round and they're still smiling at the end of it. So, uh, so, so yes, yeah, but this week, not much running at all. Next week, yes. And it's not a false promise like your summer series. It is, I'm actually going (laughs) to go and do a run or two this week. What have you been up to, mate? Well, I was at JCB on Thursday. That was a great event, as usual. I think there's about 230 runners, and then there's about 60-something in the fun run. Um, I love running around there, but I didn't actually get to run, but I did a little walk before the um, start of the event. But it's really nice if you can ever get around to the lake around there. They've built a golf course as well now, and it's just very green. And then on Sunday, I was at the Cheadle 4, which was a sellout in the end. They had that many on-the-day entries. It was a sellout. And they had to wait for him to see who didn't turn up to offer a couple more numbers out. So a great success for Cheadle. I think it was all because of the T-shirt that they were giving out as well, oh. apart from the run as well. Um, so, yeah, they were giving out a T-shirt this year, and I think that proved to be a hit. Um, and then running myself while I ran with you on Friday, and everything else has just been short and steady, really, which isn't great preparation for the peak skyline I've got coming up in a couple of weeks. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, so that's it. What have we got in the show tonight, mate? I'll tell you in a minute, but we are going to have to stop doing these Friday runs and not doing that much of a running together. So, uh, 
<laughs> yes, we're going to get on and do some running like everybody else, like you that is listening to the podcast. Uh, we'll be out running like you soon. Um, this, yeah. This week we have got the news. We've got a review. We have got results. There's always loads of results, isn't there? We've got a feature on Thunder Run. We've got our Facebook question. We've got the fixtures, and there's always plenty of them. And we've got a competition. So let's get on with it. Okay, in this week's news, we, um, well, you need to be quick on this one, but John Danahay, one of our previous interviewees, he is selecting the Staffordshire team for the first time. And he has asked for, um, well, nominations for yourself to, if you want to run for Staffordshire at the Birchwood 10K. And it's an inter-area race, so you'll be racing against other counties. But you need to get in touch as soon as possible. I think um, he is drawing the, well, concluding the teams this week. So you really need to be in there quick. So get in touch with him. If you don't know his contact details or you can't find him on Facebook, etc., get in touch with one of us and we'll point you in the right direction. High high performance runner John is on uh, Facebook. I know this. So give him a Google on the Facebook, the search, and dig him out and send him a message. I think you do have to be. One of the quicker ones, but you know, I don't think he draws names out of a hat, unfortunately. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd have applied. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I performance for another cup, John. Right, whilst you've been out tonight, and I've been out as well, um, or cutting Malin up or making dinner, um, there has been a documentary on part run. So I haven't had a chance to listen to it, it's Monday evening at the moment, but I believe it was on the BBC at 7 30. And it's called The Power of Parkrun. It was done by Dame Kelly Holmes. So get on BBC iPlayer and uh, look up Power of Parkrun. We watched the last five minutes of uh, the documentary, but we are going to get it on tonight. Um, and yeah, no, um, it's great. The bit of parkrun on national telly, you know, hopefully it'll boost the numbers on Saturday around parkruns around the country. Great, great. And that's your local running news brought to you by Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire. And tonight's review is brought to you by Kirsten Owen and uh, she's going to explain what she's reviewing. Uh, Sounds good. I've I've got a pair already of a different brand, but uh, Kirsten will tell you all about hers. Hi, after Andy has asked for some uh, tech reviews, I thought I would send one in about my headphones. I'm currently using the Trex Air Aftershock bone conducting headphones and I have been using them since about August last year. They are um, Bluetooth headphones which sit over the ear. They sit just in front of the ear, not actually inside them. And um, yeah, you can hear your music or podcasts through them. They have a really good battery life. They tend to last me about a week on charge and about four runs of between 30 minutes and an hour and a half, which is quite good. I went to the bone conducting headphones because I do like Bluetooth but headphones, but getting them to stay in my ears is really frustrating. And um, when they keep falling out, that's more annoying than not listening to anything. So I was really impressed with the Trex Air. The only little interesting uh, feature of them is if you are running and you get a little bit wet, although they are waterproof, 
um, you can feel the vibrations on the side of your head, which is quite funny and interesting at the same time. In terms of cost, they cost around about £100, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, depending on the model that you go for. And I think they're launching a new model at the minute. Um, they're really good in terms of customer service. I will admit I had a problem with mine, my original set not charging after a couple of months. Uh, so I contacted them and they told me that they would send me a new set out. And within the week, I had a new set of headphones, which was absolutely awesome. I've had no problems with these headphones at all. And I would say to anyone, if you're thinking about getting some running headphones or you'd like some running headphones, then I'd pop these on your wish list because uh, they are pretty good. That's great, Kirsten. Thanks very much. Um, I especially like the idea of when it rains, uh, it vibrates against your head. I was um, I was wondering where you were going with it at first, but um, yeah, it was clean after all. So thanks very much. Right, should we get on with the results? Yes, yeah. Um, the first result in was the 9th of July, which I'll try and work out the days. Uh, the 9th? I think it was last Tuesday. Last Tuesday, yeah. Races on a Tuesday. It was the Wizard 5 at Orderly Edge, and it was won by the boys from by Damien Nichols of Wimslow in 27.34, and Ellen Downs from Dart Peak in 30.38. Yeah, on the 11th of July was the penultimate summer series at Biddulph. Julian Goodwin again from Bowelli won in 25.12 and Katie Latham from South Cheshire won in 29.30. And on the same night at the JCV 5, there was 230 people at JCV 5 um, and it was won by Ian Salt of Stoke AC in 27 and 2 seconds and uh joe bentley of uh stone master marathons in 33 58 yeah the we're all way 10k on the 13th had 198 finishes oliver chadwick dockside uh 35 29 and victoria cropper who is clubless in 46 11 and then there was the cheadle four which had 270 Six runners. That's uh, that's impressive, yeah. And uh, it was won by Daniel Saltis of uh, Stone Master Marathons in twenty one twenty, and Lucy Matthews of Stoke in twenty five twenty three. Yeah, Shanstone Tanke, which is near Litchfield, four hundred thirty eight finishes. Liam Harold in thirty five twenty eight, and Kate Stubbs in forty one forty three were the winners. And lastly, but no means the least, was the Wirral Way half. And there's 284 runners in that. It was won for the boys by William Barr in 80.06. And for the girls uh, by Emily Jedcock uh, for vegan runners in 92.58. Yeah, her name's popping up quite a bit, I think, so... Another one to look out for. Yeah, you see, it pays to be vegan. I'm, I'm experimenting with that. I think it makes you quicker. <laughs> well, well done to all the runners, not just the winners. Uh, you've obviously achieved something over the weekend. And hopefully um, you might find another one in our fixtures section later on.
the Thunder Run. It's a 24-hour race that starts at 12pm on a Saturday and finishes at 12pm on a Sunday. It's based at Catton Park, which is between Burton and Litchfield. Uh, it used to be sponsored by Adidas, and now it is sponsored by Continental. Um, right, let's talk about the facilities there. The facilities, there is showers, toilets, there is also shops, catering, a bar, and one year there was some kind of strange zoo. Um, yeah, plenty to keep you going, plenty to keep you entertained. On a Friday night they have yoga, and at 7pm on the Friday they also have a pyjama run for the children. There's also a 10k now, which is on the Saturday morning before the main race. Talking of Saturday mon mornings, there is usually a large contingent that go to one of the local park runs. The local park runs are Conkers and Rosliston, so make your decision which one you are going to go to. <sighs> Talking of making your decision, the big thing you need to do is plan. Plan, plan, plan. Plan who's running when plan which entrance you need to go in and plan where you are going to camp the prime positions will be taken as soon as the gates open which is at 8am on a Friday um, it's essential if you want to be in contention to win especially as a pair if you're not in a solo that you can camp near to the finish line you need to try and get camped up near the course there's campsites A and campsites B. Choose which gate you need to go in. Get yourself there. Get yourself a spot next to the route. Um, the course. Let's talk about the course, eh? The course is interesting, to say the least. You basically um, start in a field and you run out, which would be parallel with the road, before hanging a right up through a little single file track up through the woods it's quite a little climb actually and especially if it's raining you need to have some good grip in there and then you will um, hang a right and you'll go through this track through a field basically that's got trees either side but it's on a slight lean and again if it's raining it's a killer to run um, before then you, you'll come out on campsite B and you'll do a small loop around before you go through some of the horse jumps that are used there at Catton Park. Um, and then you'll go through some woods and then you'll head out towards oh, this field that's a slight incline. And then you will um, climb this incline before you do a little drop back on a U-turn. And this little wooded area in the dark is an absolute killer because there's loads of bricks about. So you need to watch your feet I fell over there one year, cut my knee open. Please, please, please be careful there. You're probably talking about a mile, a mile and a half into the route now. And then you um, you follow the route. It's, it's always interesting. I don't really know how to explain it to you. There's, um, there's out and backs, little sections all the way around, downhills, uphills. Certainly not easy. Before, probably on about three and a half miles you um you hit a really twisty section 
and that is interesting in the dark. The first couple of years, I remember that they painted up the uh, tree stumps and stuff with white paint. I can't actually remember them doing that recently. And then you hit on probably oh, nearly four miles, you hit a good running section. Give that all your beans, and then you have a climb up, and then you, you come out into the open, you um, run probably another 200 yards, and then you do a UE back down, and you were into campsite A. You give it everything past all your probably fellow contenders um, and all your teammates before you do one final little climb that seems around the first lap, but by the next day you are hating that. Everybody's there watching you. And then you look round and kaping, you've finished. Yeah, so um, I'm hoping that I've described the course to you well. I'm hoping that I've given you little bit of a taste as to what to expect um is there anything else to tell you about i don't think so what i'm gonna say is enjoy yourself at the thunder run try and get some sleep because it will kill you if you don't and i'll see you on the other side i'd love some reviews try bye Last week's Facebook question, uh, we asked you what be your memories of the lost races of Staffordshire and Cheshire. So we've obviously big racing heritage in uh, Staffordshire and Cheshire, and we've had a lot of races that have been and gone. So what were your favourites? And um, Andy's going to tell us what uh, Mr. Racing in Staffordshire said. So what did Ken Rushton say, Andy? Yeah, OK. He's, he's sent us in a, a nice little half a page uh, report. So... Uh, I'll read it out to you. So it's titled, From the Mists of Time, Milton 10K. One of the classiest races the area ever had. Starting in Leak Road, just before Milton Lights, this race attracted the cream of runners from all over the country, with course records of 28.52 from Nigel Adams of Swansea and 30.58 for the ladies' course from Andrea Wallace of Torbay. At its height... Over 1,200 runners took part. Winding its way through Badley Green and Stockton Brook, the first highlight was the top of the hill prize in Stanley, just before halfway. From here, it was downhill to Endon, a left turn onto Leap New Road, and then the next sprint prize outside Endon Services. From here, just under two miles to go, a left turn at Bullers Crossroads left again along a run through Milton Village with the finish in the main street as the village was closed to traffic. The standard was very high with everyone after a PB. One of the first races to offer T-shirts for the first 100 finishers, you had to run low 35 minutes to get one of the hot 100 T-shirts. Sunday trading and the increase in traffic led to the demise as it had the potential to be dangerous to runners as two right-hand turns were called for on the ever-busy Leak New Road. But runners who ran this race will have fond memories of chasing a PB and the fabulous atmosphere as you charge through the village with hundreds turning up to cheer the runners in. And that was pretty good, that wasn't it? That is pretty good, isn't it? It is, yeah. 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 Ken, Ken has got a list an arm long on uh, on old races. He can tell you at that great length. Um on the yeah. Facebook, 33 comments about this, Andy. It only went up yesterday, so everyone's got, obviously got all their favourites, haven't they? Um, yeah. Now it reads as a massive long list. Um, 
so Michelle Buckles at the Bathpool five, the Maidley half, the, the Audley 10k, uh, which ran twice, the Mitchell four, four times one mile relays, the Utox to uh, cross country, the Trenton Gardens 15k, the Burzland four, the Denton half, uh, Denstone half, sorry, uh, the Stafford Invitational mile, the, the Leak mile. Oh, that's just Michelle's, and then you got Mark Steele's going about the, the bit of four, the bit of more seven, the Fen Park five, the Brown Edge five, the Hem Heath, oh, Brown Edge four, the Hem Heath five. Um, it says he doesn't recall much about them uh, races, but he, he remembers all the names. <laughs> um, Craig Taylor, <laughs> the Pottery's Marathon, and he's, he's got a bit of old sad emoji. Yeah, I think we all feel a bit like that about the Pottery's Marathon. The Milton 10K, uh, Alan Walker, um, he's got a list from the uh, the North Staffs Roadrunners calendar from 1975 to 1994, and there's a massive long list there. Uh, That's good for all in that. I keep all my North Staff uh, magazines. If you're not a member of North Staff Roadrunners, um, because you don't think you'll actually get enough runs in, just join anyway, and they'll send you a newsletter every uh, quarter or something like that. I think you get about four, four a year. It's worth it just for that. Um, reading about all the races. Um, so Ken's going to thank me for that, isn't he? Um, <laughs> <laughs> create a load of non-runners. Um, <laughs> uh, go, go on, you start off. Start where I've finished, mate. Go on, get. Drew, Drew Wilson has caught the Pankle Puffer. His dad used to run the five miler dressed in his scout leader uniform, carrying a bucket to raise money for the troop. And he says he can remember there was two runs. He thinks they were five miles and two miles, although they could have been kilometres. They both started and finished by Pankle Church, and the longer route included the n- notorious Black Pankle Bank. I was going to say Black Bank, man. There was always a big crowd lining the route, and the pubs were full. As a kid, I ran the shorter race a couple of times. was really proud of my medals hanging next to my dad's. I actually did the the shorter one as well, Drew. Um, I think it ran round um, down towards where the A&E used to be. Um, I think it did anyway, and then back up. Um, but that's about all I can remember of it. And I remember getting They tried medal. to bring it back. Yeah, they did. didn't quite happen, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah, I'll do it as a training run. Maybe in the future. What else have we got? Uh, right. Drew, uh, John Ramford, the Mitchell uh, Mile uh, Cross Country Relays, the City Parks Grand Prix. That, the City Parks Grand Prix, I think that would work. You could bring that back. So it was basically, it was, it's a bit like what Hanley Park Run is now, but they used to have it as a midweek thing, didn't they, in all the different parks of all the towns around Stoke. So Euturia uh, would have one, Burslem would have one. You know, everyone would have a little uh, park run, a five, little 5K offering a miler or something like that. Um, what else is he say? Hanley Park, uh, New New Year's resolution run that was a 10k. The Trenton Trail uh, Trail Blazer, the Pre Pots 20, and the cross country relays at Park Hall. Uh, Sean Lewis as he, he misses the Colin Cliff five miler at Chatley Whitfield. Um, and he sent us a picture of his medal. That's a nice medal, isn't it? It's like a pottery medal, yeah, yeah. with a, a pot on it. Should have sent that last week, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, good, good doubling up there, Sean. Uh, Andy Mac- <laughs> yeah, thanks, Andy Sean. Maxwell, about the 
the Pottery's Marathon and the Mitchell 10K. He's still got his plates. There's a good one from Stephen Fenton. Go on. The Creed of 10K. Um, he says he wasn't really a runner when he did it back in the day, but just did it for fun. But they were tough races. Um, and it went along Hilderston Level and down Stallington Lane to Blythe towards Tesco and up Adam Thwaites Drive back to Creeder. Yeah. That means nothing to me. I don't know that area very well, but sounds interesting, I'm sure, yeah. to somebody. So, these are great. Why did they bring them all back? Um, it's because everyone runs the Birmingham 10K because they get a bit of goodie bags. Um, I'm not going to start ranting. <laughs> Run your local races. Um, uh, Tonya, Tonya says the uh, the Pathpool 5 was a cracking race. She, she watched it about 20 plus. Uh, Elaine says the Newcastle 5. The, the, I, I think the Newcastle 5. I think Ken still got cups from the Newcastle 5 in his cafe at the park run. If you dig round the back. Uh, the Leak 4, the Burslem 4, the Langton 5, the Penkel Puffer, the Park Series again from Tonya, the Mitchell 10. So, hey, there's, there's some here that are getting more than one vote. So, you know, I think if we get one that have got a load of votes, uh, we all need to get our heads together and get them back. Oh, no, don't get me involved in that. <laughs> um, there's one from Elaine Stephen. She said about the Michelin 10. She says it started from the Michelin Sports Centre and was a two-lap, ten-mile course, going up the A34 and turn left just after Tesco, up past the Nuffield, turn left after the Moat House and down to Hanford Roundabout, and another lap finishing back in the playing fields at the Michelin. Mm. That sounds as if it could be quite mm. a good one. Is that... Mm. That's it? And that's it, I think. Yeah. God, well... I... Well, I say that's it. It's, it's about ten minutes of talking. Thank you. Well... That wasn't meant to be the feature. That was just the question. But no, thank you for all them comments. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep going with these local races because in five years' time, when we're doing this podcast, we don't want to be reading out races uh, that we're currently doing this year. And then keep keep supporting your local races, kids. Right, it's time for your friendly fixture service. So, this week we've got on the 17th of July the Forest Five at Macclesfield Forest. Uh, the day after, the night after, uh, it's, the, uh, it's, a, it's the latest summer series one. Are you going, Andy? It's... I aren't, and it's the last one as well. Oh. So, um, I'll have to um, resign myself to not doing one this oh, year. It's at Ru- and that's at Rudyard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the Saturday, well, wishful thinking. The Saturday going into Sunday on the twentieth is Thunder Run, so that's a big popular yeah. one. That so that's obviously taking over the entire weekend fixtures because there isn't any more until uh, later on midweek next week. So what we got midweek next week, mate? We've got on the twenty fourth. We've got the Food Bank Five K race number two at Bramhall, and the Staffs Knot Five um, down towards Cannock Chase. And then on the on the twenty eighth, uh, we've got the Wirral Hunted ten uh, k and the Abbott Trail in Litchfield. Yeah, and that note that I've added at the end, um, I was reading about it because I thought I might have a go at that. I've got next weekend off, and it says that there's a ukulele band playing in the woods. <laughs> I thought it's a bit strange. A ukulele band playing in the woods as you run round. So yeah, I thought I might give that one a whirl. <laughs> If anybody fancies it, I wish 
And that's it for your fixtures, so it's quite a short list. Yeah, well, every, well, everyone's obviously enjoying Thunder Run. So, yeah, if you're out midweek, enjoy it. Uh, and if you're at Thunder Run, uh, good luck, everyone. Right, it's time for this week's competition. And I think, um, because of her great review, I think we should award it to Kirsten Owen. Uh, so, Kirsten, you have won a place to the Trentum 10K. If you can send your details over to us, we will get you entered. Um, should we stick with ne- uh, interaction next week? We should Karen? stick with interaction next week. But what what we yeah. did forget whilst we were busy reminiscing about all them races, we forgot to set next week's uh, Facebook question. So, Well, there we go. That can tie in nicely. So, so go so on. So the best answer uh, to the Facebook question can win this week's prize. Uh, the prize is... Uh, entry to the Burton 10k so um, next week's Facebook question and it'll go up in a few days is what's your bucket list race everyone's got a bucket list race what's yours so you know money no object you you know uh, time no object you can you can get on a plane you can go there um, so what is that bucket list race that you'd love to do have you got any ideas what yours would I be? I know what mine's, mine is, but um, I'm not going to spoil it just yet. But uh, there's two there's two in South Africa I'd love to do. But, um, yeah, so money's no... I'm, I, training is an object. You can't suddenly start saying you're going to enter the Barclay Marathon or something like that where you have to pre-qualify us. You can't suddenly pretend you're you know, one of our top... You know, it's a... It's a regular run that people can enter. So, uh, yeah, what is your bucket list race? Have you, do you know yours, mate? Mm. I don't actually know. I'm going to have to have a good think about You've that. Probably one. done it. Um, so, <laughs> there was one across. Um, oh, what's it called? There's a big lake that rat race do um, out, out in Russia way. Um, yeah, I was looking at that, but I came to my senses in the end. It looked a bit cold. <laughs> So I, um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll have to have a think about it. So yeah, the winner of that um, prize for the Burton 10K will be announced next week. Okay, well that's about it for this week, Gary. Thanks very much. We're uh, flying through these podcasts. Episode 12 ticked off. What are you up to? This um, week? What am I up to? I because I have got the week off and I'm. Recovering from all uh, this weekend's excitements, I am running uh, tomorrow. No, I'm not running tomorrow. Probably not. But I'm running every day other than tomorrow. I'm going to get out. I'm going to run the Whammy Track, run Handchurch, run. I'm just going to do a lot of running this week. I feel like I uh, need to get back on it. Uh, and I'll go to Parkrun for the big graduation. And Sunday, maybe junior Parkrun with Lois if she's up for it. So, yeah, so yeah, lot, lots of running. What are you up to, mate? Oh, I go on holiday on I Friday. Know. We're not running on Friday. Now, that's, that's good, but it's just me and my daughter, and my daughter's only eight. So, it means I can't do much running next week unless I can drag her out on a bike or I just run around the block about 100 times. So, yeah, if you look at Strava, it might be quite interesting. Um, yeah, that's about it. But I will be doing lots of swimming and things, so I'll try and keep myself active. Um, and we might actually, I think there's a race on nearby, so we might go and watch that or um, even Marshall. We might even volunteer 
and gave out some English con- English congratulations. Wow. And yeah, I think that's about it. Should we sign up? Yes, until until next week, everyone. Uh, get thinking about your questions. But uh, keep run sacking, yep. everyone. Yeah, see you later. Bye. Bye.